you know what time it is. This is Kaya's Jambalaya. You know I'm always cooking up something hot. Come on in. Let me feed you, baby. So this is another episode of Kaya's Jambalaya. And you know I'm always serving it up hot. But this week, I want to do things a little bit differently. Now, I was going to talk about the Grammys and how wonderful everyone looked and how wonderful everybody performed. But we already know this. We already saw it. And it's a little late in the day for that. So I was thinking about, you know, when I'm talking sometimes on the radio, people have their perception of who we are. We're telling our stories. We're living our lives. And um, people are just perceiving, you know, who we are based off the things that we say. Um, and and what we're telling them about our lives, but they don't really get a chance to know us. Um, so before I go on with any other show and talk about any type of entertainment or anything like that, I'm going to tell you all a little story about myself when I was little. And um, maybe this will give someone a little bit of hope and inspiration. So as a child... I was, by my mother's words, one of the most peculiar children she had ever met in her life. I was a child that did not like children. I just did not want them around me. And I was a child who also loved things particularly clean, including my hands. If my hands were ever dirty, I would just freak out because I just hated the feeling of having anything on my hands. And... Being this peculiar child and not liking children, I almost resembled an adult at most times. So for those of you who don't know, I am Gemini and I am born on Juneteenth, which for me, I think is very relevant. Even for some people might say, well, you know, it's just the day that they created. But I believe that everything that happens is written and I don't believe that anything is coincidental. So that that I was born on that day, I believe that I have always been fighting for my independence. And being one of 16 children, that was not always easy for me. I struggled a lot with my emotions as a child and I cried all the time. Now, I can laugh about this now, but as a child, it agitated me very much that because I cried so much and my name is Kaya, that everyone called me Kaya. <laughs> <laughs> it bothered the hell out of me. Like, why are y'all antagonizing the baby even more? What's wrong, Kaya? They would say, come on, Kaya. Stop. Come on. Wipe your tears. And I say, my name is Kaya. You know, and I feel like they kind of um, egged on um, the fact that I was so emotional that they just egged it on more. So I was telling a friend of mine a story the other day and I said, you know, sometimes my family really gets on my nerves. And as much as I love them, sometimes they really get on my nerves. And it makes me think back to when I was a child because, because of the child that I was, like I said, I hated children. But because my family members knew that I really didn't have much friends by choice, because... Every, I swear, my mom had so many friends that had children that could have been my friends, but I hated them. They touched stuff and they broke things and I just didn't want them in our house. And you know what? It would be cool if we, I seen them outside the house, but I just didn't want them in my house. 
And so my family members, when we were sitting around hanging out and stuff, they'd be like, come on, let's play with Kaya. But one of the games that they would play would be like, let's see if we could get her to cry. Oh, and it gosh. would be like, so are you going to cry today? And I'm like, no. They're like, because you know you always crying, right? And I'm like, so? I'm not crying today. I'm fine today. And they would say, oh, yeah? Does that hurt? Does that hurt? Does that hurt? And they would touch me and like just poke their finger. Just touch me. It wasn't hurting. Mm. They didn't do it hard, but they would just touch me and keep touching me and say, does that hurt? Does that hurt? And I would say, no, no, no. And then towards the last like 150th touch, I would just start screaming, yes, yes, it hurts. Yes, it hurts. <laughs> I was really one of those kids. They were like, <laughs> listen, watch. You got to see this one trip out. When she trip out, she go off. She goes ham. And I'm like, you know, I grew up with cruel and unusual aunts and uncles. They really didn't know much about raising children. They were just really, I was like their tester mm. kid, you know? Mm. And shout out to my aunts and uncles who did the best that they can with what they knew. Because the other kids after me all turned out wonderful. They all went to university, college and university. They're like. So they were practicing with you. They're like, okay, do this. All right, it's not working. So try something different. But you were unfortunately. <laughs> Well, this one is, is definitely, she has said, let us know that when she gets big, she's going to kill us. So right. <laughs> we do the same thing with the rest of them. I'm like, yo, y'all are nerve pluckers. Yo, I feel like I raised my family. Mm. And mm -hmm. so Gemini, being a Gemini, also being born on Juneteenth, I feel like this was part of my calling also. So I feel like I raised my mom and dad. I feel like I taught my uncles and my aunts and uncles a lot of stuff growing up that they didn't even understand about themselves because I was really that kid like, hey, do you know that you're not a good mom? Like I was that kid. I was like, hey, yeah, listen, you're a bad dad. Okay, let me tell you why you're a bad dad. Sit down, listen to me. And they're like, yo, somebody need to beat this kid. But I'm like, that's how, that's just how I was. So I'm saying all of this to say that I, regardless to what I went through, I have always been my own person. I, I have never um, been able to truly be swayed by the people around me because they were just not that. They weren't anyone that I felt like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be a straight antagonizer when I get big. Like, this is not my thing. And also for those who know me, I'm not, I don't scream. I'm a person who does not raise their voice. I, if I raise my voice for too long, if I talk too loud for too long, my throat is hurting for days. So it's just something that I don't do, you know? So, and I digress because this is the story that I want to tell you guys. One, I didn't really have friends. So I didn't learn the things that typical kids learned when they were little, you know, hopscotch. I learned hopscotch when I was the camp counselor from the kids. I never learned how to play crazy eights as a child. Most of the time I was forced to read or my dad always was big on learning. So he used to bring math games and everything that he bought was like from these stores that had like 255, $250 tactile toys for children that make your child like baby geniuses. So all I had really had was I had a lot of baby dolls and stuff like that, that would, would literally sit on display because I didn't want anything messy, right? Mm -hmm. So I never played with them. They never took them out of their clothes. I was like, some of them never came out the packaging. I was really that kid. Let's take a quick positive cause just to shout out our homegirls, Kemba and Andrea from Keen Real Estate Group. Whenever you're thinking real estate, whenever you're thinking investments, whenever you're thinking about planning for the long term, think Keen Real Estate Group. They're generating wealth for generations. Keengroup.ca. 
If your goal is to purchase a car and to make the process as simple as possible, just get a car broker, guys. You just get a car broker. Big shout out to our homeboy, Hamsdale Jacques, the owner of HJCoutierAuto.com. That's H-J-C-O-U-R-T-I-E-R-A-U-T-O.com. If you're a small to medium-sized business and you're getting started and you're ready to go to the next level, what do you need? You need a phone line and you need a website. Think Mainstream Digicom. They got all your telecommunication needs checked. MainstreamDigicom.com. You're trying to get out on the web. You're trying to understand how to navigate through ads. Check out Java Logics for all your marketing, your digital marketing. Where would we be without Preston? I don't even know. Check out Java Logics. I give thanks to Preston for what he's done for the OFC. The amount of positive reviews we've gotten from all his referrals, we're proud to stand behind his work. Check out javalogics.com. No, it's not just because he's my brother. It's because you can't talk hip-hop in Montreal without saying M-City Solo. Guys, check out his latest project, In My Feels, available on mcitysolo.com. If it's not one of the, the hardest new EPs to hit Montreal, come and let me know. You already know. It's your boy, Farrell, big enough, mcitysolo.com. Keeping the culture alive. I gotta give thanks to West Can Folk Performing Company. For the last 40 years plus, they've been promoting our culture through song, drum, and dance. Educating youth, the children, the seniors. Just check them out. WestCanFolk.com Girl, what are you cooking? My curry chicken. Ooh, you're burning it. Oh, gosh, it looks so... <laughs> It's okay, girl. You need the Curry House. They have the best Caribbean food in town. Two locations in Montreal, West Island and Cotonej. For more information, follow Caribbean Curry House MTL. Don't forget to mention the Empower Hour for your 10% discount. So, who placed in the order? Me. <laughs> DeVito, WizKid, Burner Boy. Those are just some of the big names that's blessed Montreal thanks to Afrobeats Montreal. Definitely check out Afrobeats MTL for all concerts, show listings, everything that has to do with Afrobeats in the city. Check out Afrobeats MTL. One full circle. We are the Melanin Community Resource Hub and Network. What does that mean? We're here for each other. Okay. So my parents bought me these uh it's like a square and it has these clear squares on it but it's around the side it'll show you a set of numbers from one to ten on the top one at one to top one to ten across the the top and down the side of it and in the middle it'll either say plus minus divide um multiplication sign and when you press the button down you would get the answer what is one times one so the one is there the one is there when you touch it it'll tell you okay it's one and so this like i had a lot of games like that so I never learned how to ride a bike until I was 14 years old. And next week, I'm going to tell y'all that story. (laughs) But yeah, I never learned how to ride a bike until I was 14 years old. Mm -hmm. So needless to say, I was a child that didn't have a lot of child characteristics. And my father came from New York one time with the incentivism in his mind that he was going to incentivize me and tell me, listen, 
we're going to go outside and we're going to actually play in the park. And I'm like, play in the park? Why? Why do you want to play with the commoners? Why? I'm, I don't understand. You know, I really was like Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> so I can remember getting dressed and I dressed myself every day because my parents dressed me like I was like one of the rest of the kids. I'm like, listen, I only go to school with them. I'm yeah. not really like. Yeah. So I would go in the house and I would put on pantyhose and I had these bomb patent leather and leather half and half boots. They were black and white on either side. And I would put those on with um, and I was obsessed with uh, Jody Watley. So I had a Jody Watley tool type skirt and I would put on a tank top and a jean jacket. I was really that kid and put a headband on my head that was sparkly because I was that girl. In my mind, I was that. And so my father came and he said, I want you to start playing with the kids. So I bought, he bought all of this baseball equipment. And for those who know in Little Burgundy, before that park was a big park like it is with the basketball court and stuff, it was a baseball field. Mm -hmm. And so me being the child who has never played a game in her life, right? I was in my head very much. So they take me to the park and they call up all the people from the neighborhood. And when my dad came, everybody would show up. So let's say it's a hundred of us in the park and everybody's cheering. We having a good time. And my dad got the drinks rolling and there's joints going around and we're all out there hanging out. And they say, all right, time to play some baseball. So they say, Kaya, you're up first. What? <laughs> I don't know how to play anything. No, <laughs> I'm not first. I need to observe for a little while. No, Kaya, you're up first. I said, no, somebody got to go first. They're like, okay, somebody else goes first. So somebody else goes up. They get their three tries at hitting the ball and they make it to the first base. Right. They said, come on, Kaya, you're next. And I got up and I went over there and I'm like, I don't even know. What do I do? And they said, just hit the ball. So they give me the bat. And for those of you who know me, I've always been a big girl, always been one of the biggest in my class all the way up until grade 11, like mm -hmm. literally. Mm -hmm. So I take the bat in my hand and I'm standing there and imagine this chunky, tall little girl who don't know nothing about this. And I'm standing there, I'm scared to death. They didn't put this thing on me to block my face. And so I just start swinging. What? What? They're like, no, wait until they throw the ball. Wait. <laughs> they like, just swing. I'm like, oh, wait. Swing now or wait for them to throw the ball and then start swinging. They yeah. like, they gonna throw it and then you swing. But you, when they throw it, you want to swing at the same time. So they threw the ball and out. I hit the ball and the ball goes. If you know Little Burgundy, there's a building that's over to the side and nobody knows who lives over there. Right. The ball goes over that building. Mind you, I am, I just made seven years old. I turned literally, I turned seven like 10 days before this. Wow. I have never played this before. I hit the ball, the ball goes over the thing. They say to me now, we lived across the park. I used to sit across the street and watch the kids play in the park. We are that close. I hit the ball and the ball goes over the building. And I commence to be like, oh, my God, because everybody starts screaming. They say, run home, Kaya, run home, run home, Kaya. And I take off across the field. Oh, no. <laughs> They're like, no, not your house. <laughs> they need to tell you, I, they need to teach you the bases. They did not teach you no base. That, you know, bad parenting. No wonder. Okay, now I see what you're saying. I, when I got to the end of the street, I'm like, 
for sure it's okay for me to cross the street by myself today because they just told me run home. Mm-hmm. So I cross the street by myself. I go home. I sit on the porch. And when I look over, everybody is in the park laughing. They are killed over crying laughing. I hate that my dad gave everybody reefer. It was terrible. They were killed over. They had snots coming out their nose. They were crying tears. And they were all walking like a weird wonky walk back over to the house like, Because they're laughing so hard, weak and tired. I was so upset, you know. They got over to the house and they were like, no, Kaya, we meant run to third base. Come on, come back over to the field. Well, needless to say, I was done. Let right. me tell you something. Yeah. I was never going back to that park again. And you guys brought me there to embarrass me because I'm sure you guys did this on purpose. Mm. So from that point on, I've always kind of had little trust issues. Uh, and even though I can laugh about that now, I literally can like my little books from high school and stuff like that with little writings in it. Along the edges of my pages of my workbook and stuff, it says, trust no one. Trust wow. no one. It would be the edge of the book. Oh, wow. Order writing, trust no one, because my heart was so soft that I was like, Oh, yeah. But it ended up for me, I always felt like I ended up getting burned in the end. Mm. Um, so so sorry, but the 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 you as a little kid feeling like trust no one, all the, these these uh new age pranks that these parents are doing on their kids, yeah, like and some of them they're cute and funny, but others like y'all taking it too far. Like especially mm-hmm. when you do the stuff where they like they they act like they're um they're haunting or they're ghosts in the, in the house and all these different things where you're scaring the si mm-hmm. like the crap out of your kids and stuff like that I'm like you don't know the scars <laughs> that you're putting yeah. on these kids mm-hmm. yes absolutely so um I said that for Kaya Jambalaya that I was gonna tell this story today but I am actually going to do a session with my mom and dad. And I am going to have them retell that story from their point of view. And I'm going to play it on the show so that you can hear. Listen, I was so upset with these people. I was like, from that, I was like, yeah, I have no parents. Yeah, I, I, first of all, I love that. I'm inspired. I feel I feel, I feel next week, I'm going I'm to tell you guys a bit about, my, about myself, too. I think yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, like I'm an, I'm an only I'm, I'm an only child. I'm a single child with no parents. That's how I just started acting. I was just like, yeah, these guys are not equipped. They are not fit. And so shortly thereafter that, I actually told my mom and dad that I'm going to live with my grandmother. And I did. Wow. You're like, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. But did you, I'm out. Did, did you also kind of look at it like, um, did you ever have that revelation when you became the age that your parents were when you were a kid? And then you're just like, well, damn, y'all weren't real adults anyway. Mm. <laughs> like, well, y'all were still what? kids. See, that's the thing. My mom and dad were not. My, well, my mom was 18, but my dad is 18 years older than my mama. So he was mm-hmm. old enough to know. He knew better. He, was, yeah, yeah. he knew better. But my father is a prankster and he loves to laugh. And he's really that guy. So for him, he was like, yo, my daughter is a hoot. Y'all, y'all. And you know what? My father loved the video camera. You know, anywhere he went, he had a video camera. Somebody take this. Oh, <laughs> uh, so if you dig up, yeah. you, have, you have old tapes? Yes, we do have old tapes. And... There's a guy that used to hang around us. His name, we used to call him TV because he could fix any TV. Um, But TV used to come around and my dad used to pay TV on a daily basis just to come and record us. Wow. Yeah. You might might have a reality show that you don't even know sitting in your archives. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, that is uh, that is Kaya's jambalaya. And I just wanted to tell that story today. And I hope that you guys got a laugh out of that. Uh, I hope that you guys were able to deduce, um, to deduce um, uh, a thought process about this story that allows you to, you know, maneuver differently as a parent or how you look at your your parents as children. Um, I know now that my parents were really doing the best that they could do with what they had. They weren't young, but they definitely, um, you know, were trying to work with a child that was, and I am self, self, um, diagnosed, but I always say, I'm like, you know, that was an autistic child you guys were looking at. I don't think you guys understand that. And over the years, I might've grown to, to learn and mask and do things differently, but I definitely believe that I am on the spectrum. And, uh, I recognizing my traits as a child, I'm like, yeah, for sure. This is what this child was going through. But back then they didn't have labels and stuff like that. You was either, you know, they was either all right or they was a little slow. And mm. they was like, but I was one of those kids. I was very, very smart, but I was a little slow when it came to some stuff. I was like, man, listen, yeah, I got to keep all that stuff for the complex children. Cause I'm a very simple girl over here and keep them kids away from me, by the way. So <laughs> Thanks, Kaya. thank you for sharing that piece of life. Yeah, that was Kaya's Jambalaya, y'all.